Hey everybody, welcome back to the Financial Freedom Show. My name is Rob Berger. In today's episode, I want to talk about where to open an IRA account. You know, I've been writing about personal finance and investing since 2007, and I've talked to folks who are actually intimidated by the idea of opening up an IRA account. I've met some folks, you know, face to face. We've walked through the whole process. Here's the thing. With a 401k, 403b, 457, TSP, don't you hate these acronyms and numbers? Anyway, these are all workplace retirement accounts. You don't have to figure out where to open them up. Your employer, for better or worse, has figured that out for you. You just open the account through your employer. The money comes out of your paycheck. It's easy, and that's a good thing, one of the positives of a workplace retirement account. When it comes to an IRA account, you're kind of on your own. Now, in a sense, that's a good thing because you get to decide. You're in control. You're in the driver's seat. But particularly when it comes to investing, I've determined that a lot of folks don't really want to be in the driver's seat. They really prefer to have other people make all the decisions for them. That's one of the reasons Dave Ramsey is so popular. Uh, maybe I'll edit that out. Anyway, you have to make some decisions when it comes to an IRA account, including where you're going to open it up. It turns out it's an easy decision, I think, to make. What I want to do in this video is give you some guidance on how I would go about making that decision. And then I'm going to give you some very specific brokers and investment companies that I think uh, are worth considering. So let's first get to how we should make this decision. And then we'll talk about specific uh, brokers. Uh, the first thing that you probably isn't going to be the primary concern, and it's going to surprise some of you, are the fees. Now, as longtime viewers know, I'm a stickler when it comes to fees. I'm, I, I watch every basis point. So it may seem odd for me to say that that's probably not going to be your, your primary consideration. But here's why. It's virtually free no matter where you go. You can open up an account at Vanguard, Fidelity, Merrill Edge, uh, Ally Invest, M1 Finance. The accounts are free and there are no transaction costs. Now, with some, there are fees that we're going to talk about in a minute, particularly when it comes to what are called robo-advisors. These are autom automated investing services. They're great tools. They're worth considering, but they tend to cost a little bit of money. Think Betterment or Wealthfront are two examples we'll talk about in a minute. But unless you're going to go with a robo-advisor, most brokers don't charge an account fee for an IRA and don't charge transaction costs at this point. So fees are probably not going to be the deciding factor. The other thing that's not going to be a deciding factor in most cases is what you actually want to invest in. Now, I've been investing for almost 30 years. I started in, I think, 1993. Um, and back then, what you wanted to invest in mattered. Uh, you know, if I wanted to invest in Vanguard funds, I opened up a Vanguard account. You could back then uh, invest in uh, funds in other from other firms, but there were often fees involved. So if you wanted Vanguard funds, it made sense to open up a Vanguard account. Today, that's just not true. Uh, if you want a van Vanguard funds or ETFs, you can get those from at Fidelity, Ally Invest, M1 Finance, doesn't really matter. Uh, so what you want to invest in is also not going to be the primary concern. And that I'm sure leaves you asking, OK, Rob, so what's the primary concern or, or factor consideration? And it's this. It's how you want to invest. That's the thing we need to think about when opening up an IRA account. And I think there are sort of three categories of investors. There's the hands-off investor. I just want to put my money in and forget about it. Don't ask me to think about much after the money goes in the IRA account. That's the hands-off investor. The hands-on investor, the extreme opposite. You want to slice and dice your portfolio. You want to control every little aspect of it. You want to decide 
when to rebalance and how to rebalance. Uh, that's the hands-on investor. That's kind of how I started back in the day. Uh, today, though, I'm the third type, I would say, and that's someone that's sort of in between the two extremes. You want to have some control over what's going on in your portfolio, but you know you don't necessarily need to slice and dice you, uh, your portfolio. You're not looking to have you know 27 different funds in your portfolio. I know folks that do. They have massive spreadsheets. Anyway. You know, you, you, you want to have some control over the rebalancing, but boy, what a hassle to have to do it manually. And I speak from experience. So those are the three sort of general categories of investor. And you want to figure out where you fit, because that, I think, is going to be the deciding factor in where you open up an IRA account. All right. So having said that, I do think that there's probably one broker today that actually can satisfy all three of those types of investors, and that's M1 Finance. And I'll talk about that as we go. Uh, so let's begin with the hands-off investor. That's someone who just wants, you just want to put your money in an IRA and forget about it. I think traditionally for those kind of folks, you're either looking at a robo-advisor, that's think Betterment or Wealthfront are two examples, or perhaps a target date retirement fund. So let's talk, talk about robo-advisors. With a robo-advisor like uh, Betterment or Wealthfront, you, you open up an IRA account, uh, you put your money in. The only thing you really have to decide is how much you want in stocks and how much you want in bonds. And they have screens, Q&As that walk you through that and come up with a plan. I think for most long-term retirement investors, it's going to maybe be 90% stocks, 10% bonds, or maybe 80-20, maybe 70-30. But once you figure that out, a Betterment or a Wealthfront does the rest. They take your money, they put it in stock and bond ETFs, usually about, mm, say, eight to 10 of them. But again, you don't have to worry about that complexity. They automatically rebalance for you. Uh, when you make uh, new contributions to your IRA account, they take the money and spread it out over those ETFs for you. It's about as set it and forget it as you can get in, in the investing world. Now, the downside to robo-advisors is there's a fee. I think the standard fee is about 25 basis points. That's, you know, one quarter of 1%. For those new to the channel, you may say, well, that's not so bad. Well, it's not. But keep in mind that over a lifetime of investing, let's just say you max out an IRA, uh, say it's six grand a year. Let's forget inflation. You invest for 45 years. You earn an 8% return. You're at around $2.5 million 45 years from now. With 25 uh, 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 basis point fee, you're going to lose about two to 300 grand. Now that's 45 years from now. You know, in today's dollars, it's, I don't know what that is. I could calculate it, but I didn't call it 50 grand. You know, is it the end of the world? No, but you know, it's still a lot of money. So you have to sort of weigh for yourself is it worth it? But again, I think Betterment and Wealthfront are great options. I've met the founder of Betterment, John Stein. I met him in 2011, I think, and they just really launched. I've had accounts uh, at both, including a SEP IRA at Wealthfront. I think they're both uh, great options. Now, a target date retirement fund, uh, you can find them cheaper. Vanguard's fund is less than 25 basis points. You can also find them more, that are more expensive. Fidelity's tends to be more expensive. Uh, these are similar. You just, again, you stick your money in one mutual fund and then you kind of forget it. They rebalance for you. And as you um, age, uh, they start to shift your portfolio towards bonds. 
and so a target date retirement fund is a good option and you can open those just about anywhere again the downside is uh, that with many target date retirement funds uh, they get very expensive in fact more expensive than a robo advisor so unless you have access to an inexpensive one like a vanguard um, you know, I kind of avoid target date retirement funds, but again, they're a reasonable set it and forget it option. Now I mentioned M1 Finance. I think it covers all types of investors. Here's the deal with M1 Finance. You create your own portfolio. They call them pies. Um, and you can put in that pie, whatever you want. You can create a three fund portfolio, a six fund portfolio, and I'll leave links to these below the video. I've talked about the three fund portfolio in a past video. And so there is a little bit of work up front, but once you create it, you're basically done. As you put money into uh, your IRA with M1 Finance, they will spread the money over your investments inside your pie. You can rebalance literally with the click of a button, but you have more control now. Unlike a target date retirement fund where they decide uh, what's gonna, what, where your money is going to be invested, same with a robo-advisor, you decide with M1 Finance. So for example, if you wanted a three fund portfolio, but you were just dying to put 5% in Tesla, I don't know why, but some people you know want to, you could easily create that pie with a three fund portfolio uh, allocation and then 5% of it going to Tesla or whatever stock you wanted. Uh, and then once you've created that pie, you know it's well as easy as pie. Your money goes in, gets divided among those investments. Or perhaps a more realistic example, uh, again, you could go with a six fund portfolio, which I've described in previous videos, and I'll leave a link below, um, and or a 10 fund portfolio, whatever you wanted, you could actually build in the complexity into the pie. But once you've built it, and it's very easy to do, the complexity goes away, you just put your money uh, into uh, the pie, and the rest uh, takes care of itself, very easy to rebalance. So I think M1 Finance is a great uh, option for hands-off investors. And here's the thing, unlike a robo-advisor or an expensive target date retirement fund, uh, there are no, are no account fees and no transaction fees. Okay, so that's the hands-off uh, uh, investor with some options. What if you're the hands-on investor? You really wanna slice and dice everything? Well, here you could go with just your traditional broker. Again, it doesn't really matter, and this may, may sound counterintuitive, I don't think it really matters where you go. Could be Vanguard or Fidelity. Uh, I've had accounts at both, I think they're great. Could be Merrill Edge, I have an account there now, a, a rollover IRA, I think Merrill Edge is great, particularly if you're a Bank of America customer. Uh, Ally Invest is another good option. Um, so all of these are, I think, reasonable options. You can open up an IRA account uh, for no cost. Uh, transaction fees, they've all gone to basically zero. So those are all good options. I also like, again, M1 Finance. Why? Because you can create as complex a pie as you could possibly imagine, but then rebalancing is very easy. If you go with a traditional broker like Vanguard, and I've, again, I've been a Vanguard customer for a couple of decades, you know, you got to rebalance by hand. It's not the end of the world. I've been doing it for a long time, but I've got to be honest, I would much prefer to be able to just click a button and rebalance. And Vanguard, if you're listening, please, it shouldn't be that difficult. Just add the free feature to your to your, your account, to your Vanguard, what am I saying? A brokerage, your tools. There you go, your investing tools. If I had to open up an IRA today, I would open up uh, one at M1 Finance, and that gives me brings me to the third category. Someone, frankly, like me, you're not a hands-off investor, 
but you're not also a hands-on, have to have 27 different funds in your portfolio kind of investor. You want to have some control, but you like to have some tools that make it easy. Uh, frankly, that's M1 Finance. Uh, because you can create whatever portfolio you want. Once you've created it, it's very easy to maintain. And I can tell you, uh, between my wife and I, we have over a dozen investing accounts between 401ks and rollovers. I've got an inherited IRA. We have we each have our own rollovers. We each have our own Roths. We each have our own traditional IRAs. Yeah, it's a lot to manage. And M1 Finance, I think, just makes it easy. In fact, I'm in the process of transferring uh, the approximately $21,000 we have in credit card rewards that I've invested over to M1 Finance. I'll show you that in a later video. But I'm doing that in part because it's just very easy uh, to use. So I think if you're not a hands-off investor, you're not a hands-on investor, you're kind of like me somewhere in the middle, I really like M1 Finance uh, a, a lot. So, but there you go, a lot of different options. Really, it comes down to how you want to invest. You could go with a traditional broker. You could go with a robo-advisor. If you're somewhere in the middle like me, I really like M1 uh, Finance. I've tried virtually all of them uh, over the years. I think generally you can't go wrong with any of the ones I've mentioned. So there you go. If you have any questions, leave them in the comments uh, below. I'll help you out any way I can. And until next time, remember, the best thing money can buy is financial freedom.